Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Always, always. Welcome to the ninth episode of Born in Trouble. I'm your host, John X. We're keying the music in. Chicka bow, chicka bow, wow. Today's topic. What are we going to talk about today? Today we're going to talk about hypocrisy, of course. Of course, it's always hypocrisy. It's always a form of hypocrisy, but we're calling it free market fascism. Free market fascism that pretty much covers everybody that we that we see in the world today because you say one thing, but you mean another. And that's what free market fascism, that term, means. Did I miss the intro music? Yeah, I ain't hear it. Yeah, I didn't hear it either. You didn't yeah, hear it oh, oh no. by the way, uh, Gene from L.A. is joining today. You know, oh, okay. Uh, oh, I didn't hear none of that shit. You know let what me, I'm saying? Let me, let me get, I'm get the sorry. one-up dough from I'm sorry. Brand no, no, don't, 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 don't stop it. Let's let you it know, keep on. We ain't hit none of that. We ain't hit none of that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we ain't hit the theme song yet, so I ain't know if we had really started or not. Yeah, we, 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 we had, we had, we had. Is that better? Is that better? Born in trouble. Nah, no, still, nah, I still nah. can't hear. In and out the flame, out your flame, I'll make it brighter. Douse the same. Uh-huh. He, he in that group until himself. Exactly. This motherfucking bob is feeling it. <laughs> I see you bagging your hair. I don't know. Maybe you can't hear it. I don't know. Maybe you can't hear it, but it's we, I, I hear it pretty well. So yeah, we can't hear you. Oh, yeah, you got to push the green button. I don't know. Maybe I'm gonna have to check some of these settings on this podcaster. I don't know, but I, I think the people can hear it. I hope they can when I. When I play it back, and maybe I'll get to hear it when you listen to it, and you could be uh-huh. like, "Yeah, that's what I was feeling. I felt that in my bones, but it just wasn't. <laughs> yep, it just wasn't right. real." Free market fascism—that's what we're talking about. Because this morning I woke up and I saw that sergeant. Did you see that stuff with that dude harassing? Oh yeah, Sergeant Peckerhead. Yeah. yeah, Sergeant Peckerhead. That's a good yeah. name for him. Move. How'd y'all feel we'll about walk, that? Then. I mean that's like that's like us I mean, all day that's like us all day long in 1984. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Walking down the street. Hey, what are you guys doing here? Well, what the fuck business is it of yours? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's like why well, I don't understand um, where these people think that this is. What is that helping? Well, I'm gonna tell you something. So in 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 uh in Atlanta they had this show on V103. They this little skit where they would do hidden racism hidden racism and the funny thing is is that when i watched that i saw so much you know uh racist uh signs signs and 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 just the dialogue okay uh you know uh, the most uh monologue uh one that that's pretty clear is uh when he separates and talks about uh how they look out for each other in the neighborhood, you know, yeah. what we do around here, this and that. Yeah, it was his uh, neighborhood. Uh, the second one was not answering the question of how long you lived here, but insisting we walk you home and where's your address. So requiring information and not giving any information, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. hidden right. racism. I mean, just yeah. in the conversation <laughs> and everything else. And the funny thing is, he is a microcosm. That whole episode and his attitude is a microcosm. Of so many of, of 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 the way the the 
I'm just going to pick on them. The 70 million that voted for Trump mm-hmm. uh, probably feel about things and conduct themselves. They don't even see it. Mm. By definition, there's nothing. There is nothing. People are going to tell him now the problem on the optics and this and that and everything. And what he's feeling right now is I'm a soldier who's serving my country and I got to deal with this, you know, being blown out of proportion because of what I understand. He's a drill sergeant. Yeah. And that's around Fort Jackson. And I'm going to tell you, and he probably was drunk. Uh, because the dude said he smelled alcohol, right. you know, right. and, and there's a that. huge alcoholism problem in the military because of the job, you know, uh, uh, and, and I remember I was in it for four years. So I remember, yeah, it might have been decades ago, but that shit ain't changed much. And I could I could feel his energy, which was, uh, you know, I'm a motherfucking monster in the army. I protect you. I should be able to do any motherfucking thing like I'm doing and, you know, ask people who's walking through the neighborhood what's going on because I'm king shit. I mean, that was kind of like his his whole energy about it, but uh, which was- ain't far from other people that ain't in the army to do the same shit. But, yeah, I just saw a lot of I, I, I want to call them something, though, the signs. There's a better word for it, you know, than just uh, little sign indicators. It's a lot of indicators. Yeah. This is a good old mm-hmm. boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why didn't he just say, look, nigger, you're in our neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. It would have been it'd have been it'd have been the same conversation, you know. <laughs> Wait, hey, hey, I thought the I thought the cop was Spanish as well. Ain't the cop Spanish? No, well, this is there was no cop with this incident. This is like a These kid. These are two different incidents. This is a kid, this is it. We're gonna talk about that one too, but there was a kid that was walking in his neighborhood. Apparently, South Carolina, South Carolina, Columbia. he got stopped and he got stopped by a staff sergeant who lived in the neighborhood and decided that he was going to interject Investigate. In his and do oh, nah, whatever. I, I missed that one. Yeah, that was. Oh, my God. Yo, he was cheating the little boy. Yo, first of all, so he's all swole up, you know, fit. He's a drill right. sergeant, you know, in the army. I don't know why, though. He's 42 years old. That's kind of, I guess that's around old staff sergeant age, but he's he just a regular jarhead acting white boy, shaved head and everything else. And the kid looked all of a buck 40, would you say? Yeah, oh. he was, he's you know, tiny. Uh, you know, uh, and, and, you know, but the kid wasn't scared. scary. He wasn't scared. And the guy... And and they need to see fear to be satisfied. Yeah, that, right. that really disturbed him, the fact that he couldn't move him and he didn't right. he didn't move him from off of his space and he couldn't um exercise his his, his whiteness over him his dominion oh, yeah. he just knew oh, yeah. for a fact that this kid did not live in the neighborhood you know he said he did live in the neighborhood and i I'm, i haven't heard anything about it so i'm going to assume that he did live in that neighborhood yeah they charged his ass yeah and they so did charge him so they couldn't him. find enough well, wrong things about the kid well, probably the to duck charging them. Well, they charged. They charged the. They charged the um, sergeant. I think that they moved him. I think he's already gone from out of the house. They had bum rushed the house. They basically had all these black people outside of his house during the course of the day, and it it's just ridiculous. You know, you you talk about you go and you fight for freedom, but then you harass someone who's freely walking down the block. You know, that is. The beginning of the conversation about fascism and freedom, because the two don't go together. You don't want freedom. You want to dictate to other people. So 
let's just like get that one out the out the fucking like frame out the box like the, right away. Now, the second thing was the shooting that happened in where was that? California somewhere? No, Chicago. Milwaukee. No, that that was in, that was uh, oh, Minnesota. Uh, yeah, no, Minnesota. The, the young bro- the young brother. They oh, okay. killed him in Minnesota. Well, guess what, people? Like Brooklyn Center or something? Well, guess yeah. what, people? You know what's really bad about this is that we're talking about two different incidents because there is another incident, and I know, Rob, you know what I'm talking about because I see you yeah, shaking the, your head. The 13-year-old in Chicago, just outside of Chicago. Oh, yeah, old. that just happened. I, I mm-hmm. saw. I glanced yeah. at that. It happened a couple of months ago, and he said that he was carrying a gun and turns out that had no gun, police officer just planning. shot him. No, yeah, and they just shot him. Because they, they found a gun just after that or something. So that must have been a plant. <sighs> that's how you do it, you know. I mean, that's that's how yeah, that's we, how you do it. Yeah, we, we, yeah we, we know how it's done. It's just disgusting. And then the kid in Minnesota Park, that chick, um, police officer, second-degree manslaughter a day later, second, second degree, the lowest form of the lowest thing that they can charge her with, 20-year veteran doesn't know the difference between a Glock and... Yo, bro, I'm here to tell you something. That, that ain't the biggest crock of shit I've yo, ever heard in my life. Yo, I'm going to tell you, Grant knows a lot of cops. pretty Probably pretty well because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I knew a lot of firefighters when I was a cop. I'm going to tell you something. As a fucking cop for four years, yeah, years ago, but I don't forget shit. And I'm going to tell you this. The thing that killed that boy was her ego. And mm-hmm. and 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 nothing else. So I mean, they put the training. Bu- I mean, the uh, the thought it was this bullshit out there in front and everything else, because that's the that, that's the only thing they can do for that split second egotistical action that was taken, because that man was not complying. So peep game. I'm wondering uh-huh. when this happened, how far away this is from where George Floyd was killed. Only to, miles, read that, right? only to read that his teacher was George Floyd's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six degrees, you know, especially. His teacher was George Floyd's girlfriend. Yeah. It's like, what the, what the. This is yeah. a, this is a, that just shows you what happens when you have an area that's hopped up. It's just like in chemistry. You put chemicals into a small into a small thing, you put them next to each other, electrons, you shake them up a little bit, they start moving, they get hot. You're right. It was her ego that did it because she was just so mad that he was like running and she's mad at the fact that Chauvin was It was, was on premeditated. Trial. Yeah, she and it, yelled she knew, taser. She knew exactly. It was premeditated. Yeah, she knew she exactly yelled taser what she was just saying. Because, because she knew in that second, I'm about to bust this dude. Yep. She knew exactly uh, what she was saying. It, she had yeah. it figured out down to the T, to the last word. And it came out so smoothly and so quickly that you can just see her going like, you know what? I'm done with this job. I'm so sick of this shit. I'm just going to pop this motherfucker. The boy's mom is white. So now, mm. so now, you put throw that you, dynamic in there. Why do you mention that? Why you I mention that? A, you I, think that's a dynamic uh, I, I, of any value to anybody? I think there's, a, yeah, I think there's interesting dynamics with that town because apparently the town is rooted in KKK activity. Right. The right. person who, yeah. the sheriff, longtime sheriff, you heard that, Grant? Long yeah, time. he found he like he founded the town and was the sheriff or some shit. 
and uh, he's like a clan member. Like it's 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 heavy clan territory. Heavy clan territory, mm-hmm. and people think that you don't pay, that they don't pay attention to these things, but they do. You're not safer. In, you're not safer in Minnesota than you are in New York or any other place because they're just keeping tabs on you. And you may think it's quiet. But. Well, you, you know, the the reality is, is that shit, man, they've been doing this. These are just it's like Will Smith said, but I know he ain't the first one or, or the only one to say it. That we just catching this shit on video now. Right. I think the shit was at an exponentially higher rate than it is now because there was no video. But there's still it's it was at, it's at such a high rate that it's it doesn't matter video or not you can't just correct a culture overnight that is a that is a shoot first culture I'm gonna tell it you it don't what. matter how many seminars you no. have how much training you have trying you have to actually replace the culture there's only one option and in corporate America we called it the nuclear option. Everybody gets fucking fired. Well, in terms you know what I'm saying? Well, there is no. It's, well, so that, well, that's the only shoot option. You first. In terms it's of that, shoot you first culture. Yeah. In, yeah. in, in terms of yeah, that, yeah. we've seen a whole yeah, bunch yeah, of people. We've seen a whole bunch of police officers that are now retiring and quitting on the job. And what they're saying is that they're not getting enough applications for new police. I think that this is a perfect time, actually, to integrate a lot of other minorities into the police department. To replace them. Uh, I don't and know. do a bunch of recruiting. I No, I do. You know what I'm saying? I do know because I think it... You know what? No, well, I mean, that's not... That's not... That's that's a, a component that has no uh, teeth by itself. But it is a component of the solution. But right. it has no teeth by itself. Right. No, uh, by its... Well, know, listen, the, I don't think about yeah, things in uh-huh. terms of just doing one thing as like one grand big answer. You know, right. but this is an opportunity... What I see this as, it's an opportunity to get more minorities in there. Now, the question being is that once you get those minorities in there, are they going to be the same as the other guys? Because a lot of these people that are doing the they shooting, they're, they're, their names end with EZ or ES. We got a lot of Ezes that are doing the shootings. This guy who just got, the guy who just got, um, who lost his job for stopping the military man, Joe Gutierrez. Right, Joe Gutierrez, and really, that's, that's white in this country. That's that's white in this country. <laughs> that may be white. In, you know what? That's white once you put the badge on. That's what I'll agree with you there. Once you put the badge on, then that becomes white. But really, that was a Latino on Latino crime, because even that lieutenant colonel, his background is that he is a black, he is a Hispanic black man. Yeah, but right. you, what you don't understand is right now it doesn't matter. The the officers, I mean, it hurts them more if it's if it's white, but it's still the the it's still the uh, the system that's that's taking the life or or, or this violating the right or, or doing that. So, uh, you know, I don't you know what? Did you see the uh, the movie where old boy kidnapped or, t- you know, uh, held the police people hostage, uh, you know, uh, because they killed his son? No. It's recent, you know. It's like it's a Netflix or HBO joint, and uh-uh. it's it's pretty good. They killed his son, and so you know, him and his military buddies, uh, and one of one of his buddies was the dude from Power, Ghost from Power. Uh, you know, uh, they 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 went in and and 
they did like this mock trial inside the police department, you know, at gunpoint, you know, let the criminals be the jury, criminals and cop, you know, criminals be the I jury. I saw the trailer for that movie, but I didn't actually yeah, see yeah. it. Yeah, check that out. But but what I, but, but my point that I was going to make in that is, is that they were showing how the, they were showing the self-hate for the Latino officer. Mm-hmm. They were showing the self-hate for the black officer, pretty much. And, and that self-hate is uh, is the glue, uh, you know, uh, uh, to uh, to, to the bring them in, force. to bring them into well to to assimilation, to assimilate them, into you know, uh, into the blue, not right. the white, not the black, but the blue supposedly. And the thing is, is the blue is actually the white supremacy. And so anybody who falls into that blue, black, brown, this and that, they're still part of the white supremacist. A, a, a system. You see what I'm saying? And so it doesn't matter. And people are becoming more and more in tune to that. So it really doesn't matter. Uh, the, it only matters for optics and, and uh, hyper sensationalizing the, the uh, you know, uh, the incident. So you see if, no, if the officer's white and the other person's so uh, you would of see, color. So you would see no value whatsoever in a program that would um, take kids from high schools and kind of lead them up to careers in law enforcement? Uh, only if uh, the career that they're seeking in law enforcement is radically changed from what it is now. If it's but the if there is protocols, no, forget yeah, about it. You're yeah, if, it's just, if you're just start talking about uh, baptizing different cultures into a system, uh, I, that's not the way to overcome the system. We've proven that because we ain't overcame shit and we didn't, we're Congress, this, that, and everything else, uh, you know, or I should say overtaken, not overcame, uh, you know, and we haven't done the changes that needed, that, that ultimately need to be changed uh, so that these things aren't issues anymore, so that we're even humanitarian. So that system is no different. And so well, it has to be overhauled. And then you put uh, the, the new blood in there because the old blood, it's unlikely that they can even survive the overhaul. Well, or even want to survive that shit. Well, Rob, you're familiar with defund the police, right? Yes. Do you, you know, the concept is generally taking a lot of the activities of the police off of their hands and giving them to other professionals, right? Do you think that, do you think that defunding the police in conjunction with driving minority officers, specifically African Americans and black people, into the forest. Do you think that that would be something that would be a starting point? I mean, it's it, it. Those those are both good steps. But until we until you start to overhaul the culture and the training and what is permissible, um, you know, you're going to keep raising these same fools. But you know, by putting by using some of the defund the police techno- uh, techniques and getting uh, social specialists out to some of these houses instead of a police officer when you get a nine one one call and somebody's in distress. Because they're off their meds, mm-hmm. you know. Cops got a gun and a billy club. That's all he's got to work with. Mm-hmm. Send a social scientist out there who can possibly deal with this person at the level that they're at. Talk them down because that's the weapons that they have mm-hmm. at their disposal, you know. And so some of these interactions have to, some of these bad outcomes have to go away just because you're not sending the cops to respond to things that they're clearly not trained to deal with. Mm. So, Grant, what happens the first time they go, they go to their house? And the person is um, mentally ill, deficient, 
and they attacked him physically and he puts a whooping on that social worker. Right. Exactly. That's so when that happens, then the defund the police situation kind of takes a back seat to we got to stop this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 the bottom line. I mean, ultimately, even if you even if you were to defund the police, you can't defund the agenda because the agenda is what funds everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying like the, the the agenda that funds the police is the agenda that funds the entire fabric of white supremacy in America. So how could you? I, I, I mean, so so if you what are you going to take away from police and give to who? Right? There's got to be some level of training. So if, even if you even if you had a social worker come through, and I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but I'm just saying even if you had a social worker come through or a psychologist or whoever. There still has to be somebody there with some some show of force. Mm. You see what I'm saying? It can't right. it can't just be it can't just be Sabrina rolls. You know what I mean? Sabrina, the psychologist, just rolls up and this motherfucker crazy, mm-hmm. and then he just beat the shit out of her and kill him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have, you still have to have that show of force, right? So until you until you figure out how to how to kind of educate whoever is providing that show of force, you got to educate them as well. It can't just be, you know, Sabrina, the psychologist is, you know, got her, got her doctorate. And then Jim Bob from motherfucking West Bumblefuck is the cop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and you put these two in the car together, they go to defuse the situation. She get her ass beat. And then he shoot everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause he don't, cause he don't have anything else. You see what I'm saying? So, right. so, you gotta. It's it's a whole. It's it's nuanced, man. It's not just it's not just uh, defunding the police or even retraining the police. Like you gotta blow up that whole that whole system. And it ain't just it ain't just police. You know what I'm saying? It it ain't just police. It's a it's an undercurrent of white supremacy on the fire board of education. Yeah, whoever, whoever right, puts right. this it's all, teaching curriculum. All systems. All systems. Have a have an undercurrent of white supremacy that runs them, just by by nature of how this country is. So it's, so you can't it you can't just take one thing out. It's like when you work out, you can't just say, oh, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna just get big biceps. Nah, that don't work, player. Right. You got to do everything. You got to pull a muscle. Right. And it, 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 as you say that, I'm thinking it don't even stop there, man. Yo, check this out, man. Yo, we have over 500 million guns <laughs> in our citizens' hands. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We, we, our very fabric is violent. You can't have, I mean, how do you, how do you even change a police force from what it is now to something effective when that is in place? You have to have, I mean, there probably has to be fucking 10, 20 levels of law enforcement that need to be in place because it has to go to all, have to be able to go to all out war with with the arsenals that people have and shit. So, and and the lady, of course, ain't going to get that done, but the lady can can walk into that. But here's, uh, here's, here's the reality. The cop mantra is, we're going home at night. Okay? Absolutely. 
That's the mantra. So, which means everything is built around that. It's not built around we're going to love our citizens and then we'll build safety around that, okay? Mm -hmm. And so the whole culture, you don't understand. Even they are, I think that must be the worst job in the world right now where at one time it was one of the more prestigious jobs because they, I already know what they're saying. Look, at the end of the day, being a cop now, is, is being able to say, fuck all that shit they saying. If I got to put somebody down, I'm putting their ass down. I'm pretty sure that's pretty much how they feel. It's not, okay, we have to be more fucking brave. Mm. Niggas got to take some bullets now before we fuck people up. That's the total opposite from no matter what, we're going home. Mm-hmm. And that's not, be, and that's not what saying, it's not, but they're not. They're and, cowards. Right. Man. And the thing is that runs that runs counter <laughs> to the very reason why you get the job, which is for the pension and for the benefits and for all the other things, for even the, the money underneath the table. The reason why I came up with this topic about fascism is because they are the arm of the fascist regime that is the free market of America, which ain't free. We all know the market isn't free, and that's what it really comes down to. You and I can't go out like we were talking in the in our guerrilla broadcast a couple of days about marijuana and hemp. The average person, the average dude that says, hey, you know what? I have a distribution network set up. I can get into this marijuana business today. Cannot go down to the local bank and borrow the $700,000 in cash that it's going to cost to actually just get the licensing done for that. And on top of that, they're not going to be able to produce the $100,000, dollars that it's going to require to get the land to actually grow the product and all of the things. So it's like that's a, it's a million-dollar venture as soon as you walk out the door, okay? How can you fix these things? And I thought about that really today. I thought about that with a lot of things. And really the answer is what they're not going to do, which is basically the feds just legalize all this shit legalize all the drugs and everything, but they can't do that because these people haven't gotten their stakes in deep enough right now that they can guarantee that they're going to make money off of it. So that's the fascist part of it. And until that part in time, they're going to use all of those bootstrappers and they're going to rely on them to go and kick in the door of every place that they think is possibly operating in the wrong way. Until they get their money. And this is how this business is going to go for the next five years. While they don't go ahead and federally approve it. The same thing could go could be said for the drug trade in South America. You want to stop people coming in at the borders. Legalize drugs. Then take the United States Army. Go into those countries and say, look, drug lords. Your shit is legal now. You need to set up legal businesses, and stop shooting these motherfuckers so that way they have to run outside. You've got you've to actually, now you become the, they become the stewards of their neighborhoods. But nobody wants to be a steward with Scarface. But the truth of the matter is, in Scarface, it was the rich Hispanic dude with all of the aristocratic background that actually took out Scarface in the end. So these people are already there. They're already doing it. They're already doing it. They're already existing. 
The difference is that we've got people like running from others that are trying to take over from them. So it's like the finance of the finance of um, the free market fascism that we're living in today just doesn't work. And I can't see, I can't imagine arguing with people for the next like uh, 10, 15, 20, how many years I have left on my life arguing about these things that are never going to get changed because they just don't have the desire to allow so, people to get that money. Go ahead. So when, when you when you say it, it doesn't work, right? Like it's been going on for 200, 400, 600 years in this country. I, I mean, I don't, I don't fucking know how long it's been going on in this country. It's all just trade. But right. But so however long this country has been been ever since white people invaded this country, it's been going on kind of like that. Right. So when you say that it doesn't work. The people that in, that are in power, Works it's working just fine for them. <laughs> How about yeah, that? They're not trying, yeah, they're not trying that? to fix nothing. Right. That's my point. Exactly. So that's so that's what I'm saying. And even even like just to kind just to kind of just to kind of circle back to the police. I mean, when you when you talk when you're talking about reforming the police, I mean, you're talking about the police department is the lowest base form of police authority in the country. Right. Your local police department mm-hmm. is shit on on the scale of police mm-hmm. when it, that goes all the way up to uh, Secret Service. Right. Right. You got you got all the alphabet people. You got county. You get you know, what I mean, like this local police, your local police are the fucking gum on the bottom of the shoe of the policing that goes on in America. Right. And these motherfuckers get away with all this dumb shit that they do. All this wild shit that they do. They just get away with it. And, but it's but this part and that, and that's what I'm saying. Like they, what they're supposed to do when they when they say protect and serve, they're protecting police. Police job is to protect property, mm-hmm. right? By time by time, if you if somebody come at you with a gun and you call the police, by the time the police get there, you're gonna be dead or or at least shot. You know or you're gonna have to shoot somebody, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So it ain't no. They ain't, they ain't there to protect you as the individual. They're there to protect the property. They're there to protect the the people that make the rules. That's what they're there to protect. And that's why those people in turn turn around and protect them when they go to court. Right. So, I mean, it just it just it just seems easy. It's, it's, so did y'all hear about the New Mexico thing with the. uh um what is it called? Uh, uh, something domain. Eminent uh, domain. Well, they doing something with eminent domain? No, no. Where where they took the uh, cops? Well, the they took the laws oh, they that took their, people yeah, yeah. from uh, uh, suing the police officers now. Yeah, they're, like, they're no longer indemnified. Oh, that's what I'm looking for. Qualified yeah. immunity. Yeah, so they removed that. They have that in uh, New York now too. What is it? Is it official in New York? Because New York I mean, City. I, New York City. Okay, yep. so New York City. So uh that is a that's a, a, a step towards uh they call it holding uh police officers accountable, but that'll change the culture. That, that just means you'll be able to take them the to court. Culture. Huh? That just means you'll be able to take them to court. Oh, and everybody will. Okay. And everybody and then, will sue and everybody <laughs> okay. uh, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and, uh, well, I mean they're no. in court now. 
Nah, but 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 at, at some point, look, they put that this girl's going to jail, if not for any other reason, is that they recently set the precedence with Muhammad Noor. You, you saw the old girl that tape that that uh shot shot boy. The oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's already You think she's fact, going to jail? Oh yeah, it's already set up that way. They they've put they've done no fucking uh uh, pre-fight uh, is what I call it, you know, where they set the shit up and, right. you know, hide shit for five days and this and that, and, you know, Gary thing. <laughs> nah, they, they they figured this one out quick, I believe, you know, and, 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 and I'll eat my words if she walks, but they're like, or it was part of their plan, but they're like, nah, this is how we're going to roll with this one. And she already been arrested, you know, charged everything. Because I'm telling you, man, uh, people going to start screaming that name, Muhammad Noor, Muhammad Noor, Muhammad Noor. And it's I, like, look, that's the precedent. It was an accident. Nigga said it was an accident. He didn't shoot, mean to shoot that white lady. But, yo, they put his ass in jail for 12 years. It's going to be hard to not compare these two. It's yeah. going to be very, very hard but to not that compare won't, but that won't be the But that won't be the first time that they've compared it. But that and was a couple years that, ago. And that decided wasn't no 20-year-old and, and And decided that it just still didn't. Um, meet the meet the standard of yeah, it can happen. We know that. It 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 and uh, they charged the, to I mean, it, can are, go, it will happen. It can go a couple of different ways. All right, she already yep. she already pled to. I mean, they they charge her with second degree manslaughter, so that's the lowest charge. So that could be they may have had preliminary talks, and she's going to go no, ahead. Third, and, they and, don't have a third degree. I, I that's what they said in Minnesota. I don't know what the law is in Minnesota. It varies from state oh. to state. So that could be a sign that they've already agreed to something that they're going to let a certain amount of time pass and she's going to agree to do X amount of time, maybe a year in jail, two years in jail, and that'll be basically it, and she'll walk out of there. Because yeah, her lie, nah, yeah, I'm not looking her lie, for equal. Her lie, her, lie, her lie is set up because at a certain point you have to say, like, okay, well, where is the line for what she's allowed to do and what she's not allowed to do? She it's still played an it. L. Yeah, it's it's, it's an, L. an L, but she played it. She yeah. played it directly down. The, she played it straight down the line. Like you know what? It's like a training manual for other people. If you lose your shit and you decide you're going to shoot somebody, remember these words that I said as soon as I pulled my gun and Holy I shot shit. this person. I just shot him. Holy shit! I just shot him, and then that's it. So that's the end of that. But. I don't want to, you know what? I don't really have much of a choice because it's like all of the news is it all leads back to the same things. The George Floyd trial, uh, Derek Chauvin trial, I should say. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Derek Chauvin trial wrapped up today in a sense, in a meaning. Some of the directions of the judge, like, woo, he's trying to leave him an out, trying to give him a chance. And Chauvin decided that he was going to plead the fifth. With only, which only makes my belief that there's more to the story than anyone ever once told. Well, that's that, that's the best play. I don't know if I'd read more than that. I, of course, what you're saying is true, but uh, that's just that's his only play. Look, there's he two people. He can't take the stand. It is his no. only play, but you know what? But there are two people that pled that pled the fifth during this. The one that was riding in the car with George Floyd that George Floyd's girlfriend did not like, who sometimes sold bad drugs to him, which is the reason why he did not like him, that actually 
went and kind of brought him into that store and into that area at that time. And now Officer Chauvin, who got out of the car, calmly walked over there and put his gloves on like he was going to fucking Easter dinner or to feast on somebody that he wanted to get his hands on. <laughs> Easter dinner, huh? It's. I ain't no cats put their gloves on when they go to dinner, but I got, I, I, hey, I get it though. Something new every day, man. Something new every day, but yo, listen. I get it. It's a time of COVID. Sometimes people put put our gloves on for everything. You know. No, I mean, no, I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but he yeah. was ready for action. He, he was ready for action. On, yeah. Right. He was. Yeah, ready, yeah. Yeah, he was definitely ready for it. And so we're looking at this, and now the prosecutor. That brother, man, holy shit, that dude, that guy just like, he kicked ass that entire trial. He didn't let I didn't watch slide. none of it. I, I didn't watch any, I didn't watch too much of it. I just watched the highlights that came on TV. And every time they came on, it seemed like he was sticking his foot in somebody's ass. He just made his career with this trial, whether he wins or he loses. He made his career with this trial. If he loses, this is going to be by far the worst of the verdicts we have seen. But someone made a comment that we fucked up because Zimmerman's still walking around. And I actually feel that. Yeah, no doubt. What do you mean? How, how is it? When you say we fucked up, what do you mean? Zimmerman still walking. That motherfucker himself. should have been got. You talking about no, as a nobody society? took care of business. Nobody, nobody took care right. of business. Are oh, you talking about uh, something? You know, as the, as whatever. Hypothetically no. speaking, I'm, we're we're, these, we're only speaking these, in hypotheticals here. Right. Yeah. All these gangbangers and and drug dealing <laughs> don't murderers. Don't be scared of the folk now. Nah, <laughs> nobody, yo, listen, listen. I ain't listen, Pete. You know no, me. I ain't that. You. That ain't what I'm talking yeah, about. No, no. No. When you say we gotta, we gotta go on air though. You know, we if you say it in general, time. though, if you say it in general, I was like, you but know, it, I'm thinking to myself, we always do. But go ahead. I'm saying if you if you were if you a gangbanger, if you a drug dealer, you know, what I mean, like if you if you if you just kind of on the wrong side of the law and you see this shit go down. I mean, what's one more? They ain't doing right. it now, though. They should have been adopted that. Right. Too, that's what I'm my saying. Opinion. But that's, that's, what yeah, I'm saying. that's that's why it ain't happened. I mean, you know, it, that's it ain't, why they it ain't, ain't scared. Happen, you know, that's why huh? they're not scared either. Because, like, you know, back, you know, people talk about the Black Panthers and they hated them so much. And the reason why they're so hated is because, like, I mean, these are this is a brutal world that we live in. And the Black Panthers, they took out some police officers. They took them out. They made people scared of what could possibly happen. We got little Nas X taking back shots, <laughs> taking back shots from the devil. From the devil. <laughs> why would you be afraid? Why? Why are you? Why are you claiming little Nas X? Why we got little Nas X? Well, yo, it is. Yeah, what it is. Ain't, we ain't, no, ain't no we got little Nas X. <laughs> exactly. Look, I'm tell you He's something. doing his you thing can, over there. You say what you say about uh-huh. him, but man, I'm gonna tell you something. Look, hey, kids love him. Making that bread. Jesus said the kids love him. You know, yeah. I mean, I see people do a lot worse for that money. You know, yeah, I'm just, I'm just not, you know, I'm just not appointing that rapper as the uh, the spokesperson and leader right. of the culture. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? No, but I mean. Not him. Uh, Anytime, anytime, listen, anytime, 
Anytime a black face is out there, for whatever reason it is, you're representing the culture. We had this conversation about the convict that kicked the woman a couple of shows ago and everything. And for that point in time, for a lot of Americans, he represented the culture. Never mind right. the fact that he had only been That's out of selective. prison yeah. for like two months and that he never had a chance to even, he just went from one cell to another cell in COVID and everything. He represented the culture. So little Nas X, when he's on TV taking back shots, which by the way, I still have not seen, he's representing the culture. And that's well, the fucked up part. Nah, he's representing somebody's freaky idea of a freaky part of the culture, but well, I don't know. Well, little Nas X would say simply that he's a person. Why can't he represent the culture? To who? Represent himself. Yeah, to who is he representing the culture? To dumb kids? You know, it's uh, damn man, why the boy? I mean, he can he can represent he, his version of the culture, but that doesn't yeah, mean the culture. Listen, I'm not. I I ain't mad at what anybody does. You know what I'm saying? Um, but but you know, just because somebody does something, just because somebody is a celebrity, don't make them a spokesperson for anybody. Yeah, because the only rapper I'm going to have representing the culture has my vote is one that will never represent the culture, will never be allowed to, and that's KRS-One. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody right. else, you can save it. You know, I, I wouldn't <laughs> get behind now one of them, Killer Mike included, because Killer Mike, even though he's, I love him right now, I already, man, I don't believe it's possible to get into government without compromising your morals or signing over uh, allegiance. If you want to get some, something, if some, you want to get anything done at some point, that's what's going to happen. I think that the lady, I think that the lady hip hoppers are kind of represented pretty well with Cardi B right now. Cardi B, when I her songs, her music, what she's rapping about, I ain't at the club now. I ain't at the club. I'm not going to no titty club anymore. My threesome days are maybe over. I don't know. Your what? What, hope, what days? A boy can dream. But what, what I'm days? saying is though. But what I'm saying is though. Like, Watch she brother is, talk himself right into the doghouse. Yeah, music, absolutely. Yeah, listen, her music is not going to is not going to be my thing right now. But yo, this chick gets on Instagram and she just lays down the most salient points, like spoken like someone who is so articulate and so well. Her thoughts just come out so well. I I can't help but respect that. I can't help but respect that. Are you being facetious? Or, no, or, I'm not. Or, being, you got an example? What, what do you mean? What I, you I have an example today. I saw her on today. I saw her on Instagram, and she came out with the video, and she was like, basically, look, all you people talk about all you Republicans, you guys have a lot of say about these black guys that do X, Y, and Z, and everything, but now all these cops is under is shooting people and going through all this stuff. Where's all you blue you blue line keep people? Where's all you cats? You all you always got something to say. It's always somebody else's fault. But now it's your fault and y'all silent. You always in my DMs, but now you silent. Chick is like she's just like, yo, listen, it's because the truth is that you, this is a bunch of hypocrisy that you support. And you don't want to, you don't want people to see the hypocrisy. But I'm Cardi B, and I'll let you know that you're being a hypocrite. And I'll tell you, and I respect that. She got her brand. Do you have a poster of Cardi B in your house? Nah, baby. 
Nah, B. I thought we just did a show a couple weeks ago, man, where she was used as an example <laughs> of what not um, to do. Of, of, of not being a voice. That, that might have been me. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, but listen. Oh, but listen, but that's the but that's the whole that's the whole beauty in the and the understanding of the world, the the minutiae of every conversation. Just because you agree with somebody in one place. Oh, it doesn't mean you won't agree with them in another place. And I'm saying, I'm, go ahead. I'm saying a, a, a broken clock is right twice a day, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I and I'm not trying to disparage Cardi B at all, but I'm just saying, just because she, you know, if you put put a microphone in front of her face and you just let her talk and talk and talk, and I mean, this goes for anybody. If you just let somebody continue to talk, eventually they're going to say something that you like. Oh. That was kind of smart. And then they're going to go back to saying dumb shit. Yeah, but she gets to the point pretty quick, though. She's brave. I, I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. She she does say some things where, you know, but she's allowed to. See, the thing is, man, if you it, I, I guess I would respect I would respect what Lil Nas X is doing if he spent his own money to do it. Then mm-hmm. I'd be like, OK, that's his agenda, this and that. But that was done on somebody else's dime, likely. You know, somebody got him signed to something, is influenced over him. And y'all was in that business, so y'all can only imagine, you know, uh, you know, the, the manipulation on a career like that uh, th- that's being made. But, but uh, no, nah, if he did it on his own dime, but he probably didn't. I could be wrong. If he did do it on his own dime, I'd say, oh, yo, bravo. You know, that's not the message. I don't, you know, I don't, I can't find the value in the message. Except for you know he's free, but but uh, but uh, bravo, but but with Cardi bravo. B, man, shots on shit. your back, bravo. Yeah, with Cardi, man, I'm gonna tell you something. I have, I don't know, I have high expectations, and I don't think uh, money making money is only part of the solution. If they would just get up and start articulating how many black people they employ or how many economies they started because of the money they got coming in and get circulated, I'd be like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't really care what kind of face they putting on to get that done. My point is eventually they ain't doing that, man. Eventually, I think that that might be a direction you see Cardi B go in. You got different types of rappers like you got Nas and these cats right now. They made a big bucket of money yesterday. With uh, right. the coin, with the coin, coin base. base, right? Something that they got into. It's like right now, if you had invested in that two or three years ago, and everything they're saying, if you had invested two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, then your stake would be worth thirteen point seven million dollars today. And um, Nas and them were in for like twenty five mil. His group. How much of that percentage is his? No one knows exactly, but, you know. They had the bread to do it, shit. They had the bread to do it, but you know what? Not everybody does, though, because <clears throat> a lot of rappers, like, you have the flip side of the coin. God bless the dead, but DMX had, what, like, 17 kids? Did they he really? T- yeah, and they're talking about Damn, his pullout and- game was ass, boy. <laughs> Back. Wow. <laughs> I love this rap, but yo, I love this Pull music. Game. Yo, forget about it. Right. So, but it just shows you though. It depends on what you what you decide to do with your coins. I talked about Biggie the other day. How Biggie had in the beginning of the game. That's a time in the game when you're not really making any money, and he went and found a way to pick up as much change as he possibly could because that money wasn't coming in. That's like early, early in the game. But some people have habits and some people have spending habits. 
Some brothers is broke and they're still there. They get their first money. It's not much money. And they're going to be broke right away. There's the famous story of the um, rapper. I won't even say his name, but he signed a record deal. And he got a $50,000 advance and went out and bought a $45,000 Mercedes. No insurance, nothing. Nigga was broke by the end of, by the time, like a couple of days later. Right. You know? Man, his whole mind was broke. <laughs> so, but it's, but, so is, is, but isn't, isn't this, isn't all this part of, part of like the conditioning of being, being in this country? So, For sure. I saw, I saw on a uh, YouTube, um, the rapper dude, Jim Jones, he was in an interview with somebody and they were, in this blurb that I, in this piece that I saw, it was only a couple of minutes, but he was talking about like fashion. Right. And he was, he was kind of, he was kind of talking, talking shit a little bit about like Rockefeller and Sean John and whatever other black company came out back in, you know, like the eighties and nineties or whatever Boom. that was doing fashion. Right. He was talking, he was kind of talking shit about all of them because he was like, that ain't what we was wearing. Right. We was wearing the real shit that they modeled their shit out. Right. Mm-hmm. But this the, the self-hatred in that in, in, in what he was doing to me just seemed to be so prevalent because dog, I don't I don't give a fuck that what they doing is modeled after this bullshit that you think is is the hot shit. Like you make the hot shit what what the hot shit is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It ain't I was wearing shit that shit. Gucci. So who are you talking about? Right, but I'm I'm saying he's talking about people in New York or whatever. All of this stuff, yeah. right? But I'm saying I'm saying that's that's where we lose it, man. Like we don't we don't understand our own power, and until we understand our own power, we always gonna be in this kind of subservient, um, fucking place that we're in. Well, that's we'll never one of them, we'll never be able to take our our rightful place. That's one of the that's one of the main reasons why I can't hate on Cardi B. Because she identifies as an Afro Latina, she has her children are Afro. She does what she does to make her money, but she's always on her grind, and she helps people. She does do little things to help people from time to time. She's mostly helping herself, of course. Without that, she wouldn't be doing anything. But she's on her grind, and I have hopes for her. What she is today. And what she may be like 10, 20 years from now, it's going to be something completely and totally different, you know, but I I don't agree with a, like, you know, I'm, I'm not telling you that women should go out and they, that whole sex worker empowerment thing is what is necessarily a great thing. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but I don't really have much of an opinion on sex workers because I don't utilize them like that. Yeah, no, nah, uh-huh. I mean, I'm with you. I, ain't, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not, a, I'm not mad at Cardi B. I'm not, right. I'm not mad at Lil Nas X. The thing that I'm, the thing that that always gives me pause though is that just because these people are celebrities does not make them the fucking authority on anything other than what it is they're a celebrity for. I can so, like, everything, right? Like Charles Barkley. Like I don't, I don't. And I'm just picking Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley is probably my favorite basketball player of all time, next to Isaiah Thomas. Um, but it, I don't really give a fuck about what Charles Barkley got to say about, you know, firefighting. You see what I'm saying? Right. 
But somebody who's hey, sitting, he ain't no expert on that shit. But somebody, so, but if you put, what I'm saying is though, no, but, but somebody who's sitting at home who doesn't have much of much going for them, or there's not, it's not the same world that we lived in, and he's just waiting for an opportunity to talk to to be acknowledged by Charles Barkley or Kevin Durant or somebody, one of these guys, and they'll do anything, they'll sell their soul just to get a mention. And this is their world. This is what they live for. So to them, what they say matters. It don't matter what we feel, whether or not we feel that Cardi B has something relevant to bring to the conversation, because people are going to listen to her anyway. Nobody's going to listen to this podcast and say, oh, you know, you shouldn't listen to Cardi, listen to advice that Cardi B gives or whatever. Their minds are already made up before they listen to this, because this is their world. They're not listening to Nas, and Nas don't want to be listened to because Nas is on a, on the other side. He's like minding his business on his grind and investing twenty five million dollars into a right. Bitcoin that's going to blow up in the future. So, right. they they're not the two things don't really go together. Celebrity culture and how people feel about celebrities being led by celebrities there. They're happy and they're comfortable with that. They'd rather listen to. There's women that there are girls out there. The scary part is that there are girls out there that would rather listen to Cardi B than listen to their own mom. That's where it gets scary. True. So you have to balance that. And that's the actual work. And people don't want to go through that work. We, We had a lot of losses last week with DMX. There was a lot of stuff with him. There were a lot of things like listening to his story and everything and finding out that he was basically drug addicted that pretty mm-hmm. much that entire time. It kind of explains everything. Yeah, true that. Yeah. And people like they they like that, but it's like but well, they, think- they sucked everything out of this guy. They sucked everything out of this man. You know, it's like the, from the time he from the time he got his first rock and he smoked his first rock, he was only good to people. He was only good to people as long as he was producing for them. And he produced he basically he existed to be taken to be taken from. And he willingly gave that up in a lot of ways cuz that's what the price of fame is. A lot of times you give up your you're giving up your soul, you're yeah. giving up your being. And everything, and that's a that's a, a cognizant choice. You know, people don't think it's a good choice. They just think like you know, automatically I would, I wouldn't. There are certain things about that lifestyle that is just, you know, if you're a weak person, you're not going to survive. If you're not as cutthroat as you should be, you're not going to survive. If you're not willing to basically get down in that arena and everything and fight it out with the lions. You're not going to survive. It's not. Sounds like a car lot. I've worked on a couple of those. (laughs) It is like a car lot. I worked in. (laughs) I worked in an auto dealership for three days. How long? I did six. I did a six month bid. Yeah, I wasn't even selling cars. You know, I lasted three days. So it's cutthroat. It's cutthroat, and it's real. And he survived in that for all those years, and. But it's like it seemed like there was a lot of collateral damage that came up with that every time, you know. So I think that honestly he's in a better place, right? Because he's not in that struggle anymore, and um, 
people will stop talking about him pretty soon. They will. No, well, you know what? I'm going to tell you. It's just I, I, I enjoyed the brother's music. He had he dealt with his life the way he chose. He had opportunities that uh, the majority of, of, of black people will not have not had, uh, you know, and so uh, it just it, it is what it is, you know. Uh, the, I it I'm still confused, you know. I, I don't like the lingering effect of all this goddamn praying, praying and shit. But you know, that's just how I feel about that because I think that's a huge vice on us. Uh, but you know, that's what's being highlighted about him, his spirituality. Uh, you know, first question I have is, damn man, Jesus couldn't just unaddict your ass or something, you know, and get everything right, all that praying and stuff. But whatever, uh, you know. Uh, other than that, yo, I rock, man. I have to. Yo, I got DMX stories, man. Yo, listen, I have to. I have to. So I loved. I mean, I loved his music. I mean, yeah. I got his music concert levitation because of the weed I was smoking at that concert, and that big S came on. Top off with the green and everything. <laughs> felt like I was. Felt like I had no knees out that motherfucker. And I was just sitting there like this, or standing there, and it was nothing but a thousand bongs being passed around. So yeah, man, yo. DMX, but that's what I I was saying all that to say that just like Cardi B, I accept them for what the talent they give and the talent I've probably spent money to support them in. Exactly. When the motherfuckers start talking about this and that and everything else, they get it just like if one of y'all niggas said something that was ridiculous, you know, uh, or that had holes in it, you know, shit, we coming and firing through it, and, and and sometimes no you doubt. get labeled as a hater for that. No doubt. <laughs> well, that's the that's the one thing. There's we know a lot of people, and, um, you know, I pretty much got smoked with everybody at one point or another, you know, verbally or whatever, because that's just the way it is. We tell it, we tell things like it is, no matter who it is. I don't really feel, um, I don't know, I mean, I think maybe this is just going to go wrong, so I'm just going to leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> Man, anybody can get it. Yeah, that, yeah. can get it. They already, you know, everybody already knows. So it's like, you know, because I, I, you know, I, there's a lot of things that I always want to say. Certain t- certain times, I see things that people say stuff to, and I'm like, you know, like motherfucker, I ain't checking for you. I ain't been checking for you. I ain't like, you know, I don't give right. a fuck what you're thinking. You know, I don't give a fuck. Right. Just just get on with your shit. Get on with your ass. You know. And everything that ain't that ain't what we do on a daily basis. That's like the past. If you can't be polite, you can't be nice, and everything, then move on. I got shit going on, and there's reasons why you always why I always come up in the fucking uh, circuit circum circumference, whatever. So it's like and we know what that is, but yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna leave that shit alone. And you know what? It's been almost an hour exactly. That's so it. That shit started to show. kick in on it, brother. Yeah, uh, something. He went left on us and shit. You know, but um, we're now we're definitely. I definitely got to cut this out, man. But I gotta say, what you been juicing, thank you, man? Thank you, Starburst, Grant Lancaster from Detroit. I didn't introduce this now at the end of the program from California. Gene Hopkins. That's right, juice and ham hocks. That's right, juice and ham hocks. <laughs> and of course, 
from New Jersey, Robert Brooks. I was wondering where all this juicing stuff was going. Like, really, y'all juicing steaks now? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I was telling him, yo, man, I'm telling you, man, he can get quick remedies off juicing, man. People don't understand the power of that, man. But you put some garlic with some shit, shit's going to happen. I'm telling you. Power of that. Yeah, ju- power juicing of is a powerful thing. The power of that and the power of the thing. spoken word. Born in trouble. See y'all next week. Peace. Did